Hey guys, welcome to our weekly news show here on Backstage with Millionaires. I'm Caleb, your host, and today we're going to be talking about the Moby Quick data breach, which may or may not have happened, White Hat Jr.'s satellite, a bunch of IPO news, an update on the NPCI's 30% market share limit for UPI apps, a couple of acquisitions in India's startup ecosystem, all of the latest funding news, and more coming up right after this. All right, so first up in the news, let's talk a little bit about this MobiQuick data breach, which MobiQuick themselves are saying didn't happen, but multiple cybersecurity experts are saying that it did. This breach apparently exposed the data of 100 million users, that's 10 crore users, and was first discovered by none other than Rajashekar Rajaharia. He's the same cybersecurity expert that found the data of Big Basket and JustPay being sold on the dark web as well. Now, the data that was supposedly taken from MobiQuick was apparently taken from their main server and contains more than eight terabytes of information like hashed passwords, customer names, residential addresses, email addresses, GPS locations, partially masked credit card numbers, connected bank accounts and associated account numbers, and KYC documents. All of this information is being sold on the dark web for one and a half bitcoins, which is equivalent to about 65 lakh rupees or 88 thousand US dollars. Now on MobiQuick's side, they're assuring their users that their accounts and balances are completely safe. And in a statement, they said that when this matter was first reported last month, the company undertook a thorough investigation with the help of external security experts and did not find any evidence of a breach. The company is closely working with requisite authorities and is confident that security protocols to store sensitive data are robust and have not been breached. Considering the seriousness of the allegations and by way of abundant caution, it will get a third party to conduct a forensic data security audit. All right, next up in the news, White Hat Junior students will have access to two satellites by the end of 2021. The EdTech startup, which is a subsidiary of Baiju's, has partnered with satellite company Endurosat to launch a satellite in December of 2021, which will have a payload dedicated to White Hat Junior. Besides this satellite, there's another satellite which White Hat Junior students will have access to on a trial basis that's gonna be launching in June of this year. And the idea here is that through these satellites, White Hat Junior students will be able to learn more about space by sending commands and collecting data from these satellites. White Hat Junior currently has 1.75 lakh students, that's 175,000 students on their platform, who are being taught by a team of more than 1 lakh women teachers, that's 100,000 women teachers. Talking about the opportunity that they're offering science students in a statement, White Hat Jr. said that from analyzing sensor data to relaying messages to and fro, the advanced learning opportunities that students would get are endless. Moreover, students would be able to participate in different ways of orchestrating space data on White Hat Jr.'s payload computer. 
All right, next up in the news, mobile advertising platform and India's first ever startup unicorn in Mobi is planning on going public in the United States. The company is planning to file for an IPO in the next three months, and it's expected that they're gonna be listing on NASDAQ. They could potentially be raising as much as a billion dollars, that's 7,340 crore rupees during this IPO at a valuation anywhere between 12 and $15 billion, that's between 88,000 1,100 crore rupees and 1.1 lakh crore rupees. If everything goes according to plan, then this IPO could make 300 of Imobi's employees dollar millionaires. And SoftBank, which owns 40% of the company, would see a significant return on their investment. All right, next up in the IPO news, Pine Labs is planning on going public in the United States in 2022. This IPO could value the company at $5 billion, that's 36,700 crore rupees. All right, next up in the IPO news, Indian logistics unicorn delivery is planning on going public in the next 12 to 18 months, but two of its co-founders, Mohitandan and Bavish Maglani, have reportedly left the company. All right, next up in the IPO news, and sorry, we're kind of skimming through things a little bit. There's a lot to cover this week, but I wanted to give you guys a quick update on what happened with Nazar Technologies IPO. Shares were issued at 1,101 rupees, that's $15 per share. But when shares opened, they opened at a premium of 1,971 rupees, that's 26.84 US dollars on the Bombay Stock Exchange. And 1,990 rupees, that's 27.10 US dollars on the National Stock Exchange, which is pretty impressive. That's an 80% jump. All right, next up in the news, you might remember that back in November of 2020, we talked about how the NPCI was issuing a limit for the market share that any one UPI app could have. This limit was 30% of the overall UPI market, and it was implemented on the 1st of January of this year, but these apps actually have until the end of 2022. But when the NPCI actually announced this limit back in 2020, there was a lot of confusion about how it was actually going to be implemented and what these apps needed to do to abide by these limits. Now though, finally we have some clarity. Firstly, the MPCI said that the volume of UPI transactions for third-party applications, which would be apps like Google Pay, Phone Pay, and Amazon Pay, should not exceed 30% of the overall UPI transactions from the last three months starting on January 1st of 2021. Now, when and if these UPI apps hit 25% of the overall market share, the NPCI will send them an alert letting them know, and these apps will be required to revert back and acknowledge that they received the alert. When they hit 27%, the NPCI will send them another alert. And besides acknowledging the alert, the UPI app will also be required to provide evidence that they're doing everything that they possibly can to comply with the 30% limit. And finally, when and if these apps hit 30% of the market share limit, 
they will be asked by the NPCI to stop onboarding users. Now, because this is the first time that the NPCI is doing this, they may offer exemptions on a case-by-case -case basis, and these exemptions could last up to six months. And the NPCI is doing this to make sure that the end users are impacted as little as possible. All right, moving on to some acquisition news now. Amazon has acquired Perpuel for $14.7 million. That's 108 crore rupees in an all cash deal. Perpuel is a five-year-old Indian startup that's helping offline businesses to get online by setting up an online store for them and helping them to reach more customers by putting them on Google Pay, PhonePay, and Paytm's mini stores. This acquisition is expected to help Amazon to connect with Indian as offline merchants as they continue to embed themselves deeper in India's e-commerce space. All right, next up in the acquisition news, Baiju's is reportedly in talks with Epic, which is an online reading platform for kids for an acquisition. Epic offers a subscription-based service by providing unlimited access to more than 40,000 online books, videos, and quizzes to kids younger than 12 years old. One million teachers across more than 90% of the elementary schools in the United States use Epic. So this could definitely give Baiju's a great entry point into the US market. And speaking of Baiju's, let's move on to some funding news now because they've raised $460 million that's 3,378 crore rupees in an ongoing Series F round led by MC Global EdTech Investment Holdings. This investment is valuing Baiju's at more than $13 billion. That's 95,463 crore rupees, which would make it India's second most valuable startup. All right, next up in the funding news, omni-channel retailer for baby products First Cry has raised $315 million. That's 2,315 crore rupees in a funding round led by TPG, Chris Capital, and Premji Invest. First Cry is now estimated to be worth between $1.9 billion and $2.1 billion. That's between 13,950 crore rupees and 15,420 crore rupees. And the start is expected to go public in the next 18 to 24 months. All right, next up in the funding news, conversational AI startup Unifor has raised $140 million. That's 1,030 crore rupees in its Series D round led by Sorensen Capital Partners. Unifor is a customer service automation platform which enables businesses to interact with their customers without having to hire a bunch of agents. Unifor is working with companies like Tech Mahindra, NTT Data, Genpact, and Bajaj Alliance. The startup is going to be using these fresh funds to strengthen its technology by focusing on video-based AI applications and by extending their market leadership across AI, automation, and machine learning. All right, next up in the funding news, DotPay, which is a startup that helps offline businesses to sell their products online and process payments, has raised $27.5 million. That's 202 crore rupees in a funding round led by PayU. They've raised these funds at a valuation of $90 million. That's 660 crore rupees. The company has onboarded 5 million merchants. That's 50 lakh merchants in the last six months. They're gonna be using these fresh funds to 
reach even more merchants, to scale their technology stack, and to meet growing market demand. All right, next up in the funding news, health tech startup Healthplex has raised $13.5 million, that's 100 crore rupees, in a Series B round led by Lightspeed Venture Partners. Founded in 2014, Healthplex is developing electronic medical records that contain every single piece of medical history for their patients, including symptoms, medicines that have been prescribed in the past, and how effective these medicines were. Healthplex is going to be using these fresh funds to onboard more than 50,000 doctors onto their platform in the next two years and to strengthen their team and their product. All right, next up in the funding news, short video app startup Chingari has raised $13 million, that's 95 crore rupees, in a funding round led by OnMobile for a 10% stake. The startup will be using these fresh funds to enhance their content portfolio, expand their user base, and hire more employees. All right, that is all the startup news that I have for you guys this week. Also, as always, I wanted to say a big thanks to all of our Backstage with Millionaires members, our unicorns, and our decacorns, there are definitely days, I'll be honest with you guys, where it's difficult to get up here for an hour and a half to two hours, sometimes even two and a half hours, and today is one of those days. I'm currently feeling pretty wiped out. I probably have COVID-19. I'm currently in self-quarantine right now, so I really, really appreciate the financial support that you guys are sending our way, and it's that support, that gesture that really gives me a boost of energy more than anything else. So thanks. All right, I will see you guys in the next one.